White shoes flashed beneath green pants cuffs as he veered only momentarily toward Golden Future, then set a course straight for Carver's office, plodding in the puddle of his dark shadow. He glimpsed Carver standing at the window, gave a slight nod to acknowledge his presence, but didn't smile or wave. Sunlight shot rays off the round lenses of his glasses as he passed from sight. Carver heard the door to the small anteroom open and close. The door to his office was open, but the man didn't barge in. Carver waited a few seconds, then said, Come on in, and limped back toward the desk. He was taller than six feet, Carver saw, when the man stepped into the office, maybe six-three. He was also closer to seventy than sixty. Once he'd been a powerful specimen, and he still had the wide frame, but age had sapped his body of sureness and power. He moved with the kind of tentative slowness indicative of arthritis. His eyes flicked to the cane and Carver's stiff left knee that was bent at a thirty-degree angle for life. Souvenir from a shooting when he was on the Orlando police force. You Fred Carver? The remnants of a southern accent lingered in his voice. Maybe long ago, Tennessee. Carver nodded, edging up to stand behind the desk. He noticed that the white shoes were soft patent leather and had ornate silver-tipped tassels. I'm Bert Renway. A thick arm dusted with white hair was extended. Carver shook hands with the man, surprised by the coolness of the flesh and the strength of the grip. Phone directory says you're a private investigator. Carver motioned for Renway to sit in the chair near the desk, sat down himself, smiling. The yellow pages wouldn't lie. Hard to get a recommendation for somebody in your line of work. Don't know anyone who ever hired a private detective. Could have gone to the police and asked them to recommend somebody, but didn't want to do that. Usually the people who hire me have already been to the police and came away dissatisfied. How can I help you, Mr. Renway? By figuring out what the hell's going on. Promised I wouldn't get too nosy about it, but damn it, I just gotta know. He leaned forward and parted his white hair with his fingertips. Surprised Carver by tugging at the hair and removing most of it to reveal a large bald spot. Held the toupee out as if it were a small animal he'd just slain. This ain't my real hair. Hope not. Renway tapped one of the lenses of his glasses with a broad fingernail. One thing never went bad on me is my eyes. I don't wear specs. These are ordinary tinted glass, though they don't look it. Wouldn't wear these floppy white shoes either, except they made me. Not even my size. Give me blisters. Walking around in a damn things is part of the deal, though. What deal? To be somebody else. Who? Got no idea. Other than a name don't mean a thing to me. Carver leaned forward and placed his elbows on the desk. The wood felt cool on his bare arms. A hint of vulnerability. Mr. Renway, we better start you-know-where. Chapter 2 Renway absently drew a pack of Winstons from his shirt pocket, then looked down at them as if seeing them for the first time. He peeled off the tinted glasses and raised his gray eyebrows inquisitively at Carver. Hey, if I smoke? Sure. Carver was guilty of an occasional cigar, so who was he to object? He stretched out an arm and handed Renway the seashell ashtray from the corner of the desk. Its occupant was long gone and wouldn't complain. Renway placed the ashtray in his lap then got out one of those cheap disposable lighters that encased a fishing fly as if it were an insect in a kill bottle, touched flame to cigarette and inhaled deeply. I guess the beginning's back when I retired from my railroad up north and moved down here to Florida with my wife Ella to live on my pension. 
was going to be the beginning of the good years. He picked a shred of tobacco from his lower lip and flicked it away. Things didn't work out. Pension money didn't go as far as we thought. Then six months ago, cancer took Ella. After she died, I kept living in the mobile home we'd bought east of town. Beach Cove Court, you know the place? Been past it. I didn't see any reason to move away from Del Moray. Didn't see any reason to do much of anything. Kind of went on automatic pilot, if you know what I mean. I know. I've been in the same flight pattern. A long blue and silver tour bus rumbled past outside. Exhaust fumes wended their way into the office, maybe through the air conditioning system, and competed with the scent of tobacco smoke. Renway went on. About a month ago, I was invited down to Fort Lauderdale to visit another old railroad man retired and moved to Florida. Fella I used to work with in the Alton and Southern Switchyards. He lives in this little one-bedroom apartment with his wife.